Welcome again, friends, to Dr. Jim's Moore County Today. I happen to be Dr. Jim Polikoff, and as many of our followers know, the purpose of these weekly podcasts is to introduce you to the unique flavor of Moore County's local businesses, healthcare innovations, and entertainment happenings in our area. When I was in grade school, it's my recollection, about this time of the year, kids would chant, Spring has sprung, the grass is riz, I wonder where my vacation is. But so much for the kids' stuff. We have a large contingent of gardeners here in Moore County, and for most, spring is the time of the year that they look forward to. Nesting birds, joyful nesting birds that combine nature, art, science, and healthy living. But for most of us who still have much to learn about productive gardening, spring grows and sprouts many challenges. Fortunately, you're about to meet a very knowledgeable lady. I call her the Empress of Dirt. Amy Rosinski is president of Master Gardeners of Moore County, and for sure, she knows a lot. Welcome, Amy. Hi, Jim. It's great to be here. Well, good. So let's start with your organization. What does it mean to be a Master Gardener? Well, First of all, you have to include the word extension before Master Gardener, and you have to add volunteer at the end of Master Gardener. So we're extension, Master Gardener volunteers, meaning we extend the reach of our ag agent, Taylor Williams, to bring information that is research-based to our community. So that is in a long, that's a long explanation. Uh, but I still haven't figured out what, what it means to be a master gardener after all, all right. of that. Once you got the title down, you, it means we've taken a college level 70 hour minimum course and we've passed a rigorous test and we have become certified to know where to go for the answers. I do not know a lot about gardening, but I know people that do, and I know the resources on the internet and in books and um, where to get the accurate information. So, well, can anyone who's interested in gardening become a master gardener if they take the test? I think there's a lower age limit, but basically you go through an interview process and uh, that's mainly to screen to make sure your motivations are about being a volunteer. You can't be a master gardener without adding that volunteer word at the end. So if your motivation for taking the class is um, a few years ago, we had somebody interview and he said he wanted to hang his certificate saying he was a master gardener up in his place of business and describe himself as a master gardener chef. And um, you can't do that. You can't use it for uh, commercial purposes at all. I see. So really it is to be helpful to others is the whole thing. Absolutely. Basis. Absolutely. And you have to have some time. Uh -huh. um, if you have no time, you, you the interview would point out to you that that's not a good fit. All right. So, Amy, let's talk about planting. As spring arrives, why is it important to know about the quality of your soil? Well, Jim, mostly because we live in the sand hills and our soil is often sand. The first time I got um, our yard soil tested, 
I took some from our backyard and it, it was it was absolutely deficient in everything. And it probably will always stay that way because it's pure sand. All the nutrients wash right through it every time it rains. Does that mean you can't plant things because of sand? In that particular area, yeah. All that right. particular area was right up against a lake front. And it, um, yeah, you know, moss grows there very well. <laughs> but um, the other places, I, I actually took a soil sample from our compost heap because I really wasn't trusting the system. I thought, I don't know if they really check this or if they just make stuff up. I know that sounds like I don't trust people, but I do now because I got it back and the compost heap had all the nutrients you would need, which I thought that was really cool. And then the regular lawn area of our yard was in between, but pretty much almost without exception. People in the sandhills often lack potash and they also need lime to change the pH. And all of that is explained on the report that comes after you have a soil sample. Oh, okay. Now, so how do you go about testing the soil? Is there some sort of kit or something? There is a kit. Um, it's recommended that you do one kit, which is a small box, a small cardboard box. It's better than a plastic bag because it allows the soil to breathe. Um, you can get these kits at the Agriculture Center, which is at 707 Pinehurst Avenue in Carthage. And what is that called again? The Agricultural Center. Agricultural Center. All right. That's that's a fantastic place where uh, everyone from farmers to people who just want to plant a, a container of flowers can get information. Um, so you get the box and it comes with a sheet explaining, but basically you take a couple scoops, one good flower scoop would do it and put it in the box and you label the box as to which part of your yard and then you submit it and it takes a couple weeks and usually you'll get the report online. If you can't get it online, they can make arrangements to get it otherwise. Sounds like a good op option for you. Now, for someone like me, for example, who's a neophyte gardener, what's the best and easiest plant to grow here in Moore County? Native flowers are always the way to go. That's because they have already adapted to our ecosystem. So they would provide food and nectar for our native butterflies, our native birds, and they use less water in the long run and they're less labor intensive. So Amy, what are some examples of native flowers here in Moore County? Well, Jim, um, the uh, black-eyed Susan is a favorite. It withstands drought very well. It reproduces, you know, it comes back bigger each year. Any relationship um, to black-eyed peas or is that a whole different No, thing? no, they're, they're different. Right. <laughs> and Joe Pieweed is excellent. Many asters. And uh, the thing is with things like bee balm and pink turtle heads, swamp milkweed is excellent. They all are host plants for specific butterflies. So some of them are nectar plants. We get a lot of nectar plants that are not native. Um, and that's great, they feed the butterflies, but no butterfly that's native to the United States can lay its eggs 
And when the larvae come out, the larvae have to eat that. So on these native flowers, our native butterflies can grow their families there. For instance, the uh, swamp milkweed is well known as the only, milkweed varieties are the only thing that monarch butterflies can lay their eggs on. Oh, that's interesting. And they're the prettiest butterflies of all. They're they're pretty special when you follow the migration. So let's uh, move over to veggies for a moment. You know, the uh, price of produce is the prices keep rising. Now, can you save some money uh, by growing such things as tomatoes and carrots, beets, even kale on your own? Or, and if so, where do you start? Well, Jim, it helps to have a friend that's an experienced gardener. I, ha- I have friends that have raised beds that have produced massive amounts of wonderful fresh vegetables. Um, I don't have the time to do that. So I I always frequent our uh, farmers markets because we're supporting local farmers. A lot of times you can get organic produce there. Um, In general, you could, you certainly could, if you devoted the time and looked up the information or you have to put some effort into it to well, really... Well, I know that you, you probably know this answer. I certainly don't want to stump the master gardener here, but what about, is there any secret to really growing a good garden? My secret is a wonderful husband. Ah, yeah. you're talking about Ira, who's there the treasurer of right, your organization. Right. But um, one secret is I, I rely on the helpline for the master gar- that the master gardeners... Uh, give information to the public Uh, from everything from, uh, you could send a picture of a bug to them via email or you can walk in and they can identify it and tell you if it's, if it's a good bug, which you want to keep you in order to have bluebirds, you've got to have bugs in your yard. They're meat eaters mostly. So, um, I think that the secret is admitting what you don't know and just asking. The other thing is you wanna go into it saying, what do I hope to accomplish? And at the end, manage your expectations. That's something we learned in the course, the Master Gardener course. And I, I tell people that all the time, you know, what do you hope to accomplish? And then manage your expectations. So you mentioned raised beds, just uh, raised garden beds just a few moments ago. Yes. Uh, is that is there any advantage uh, in in other words to growing small plots of veggies and flowers? Absolutely, especially if you have any physical limitations that makes bending over harder. And in the sand hills, like I said in the beginning, our, if your soil is totally depleted, you're going to wind up amending it to a great degree. So if you want to keep that soil in a container, it's it's a lot easier. Also, some garden beds, uh, raised garden beds, you can put hardware cloth under them, and that keeps voles out because there's nothing sadder than seeing your beautiful garden disappear overnight. Are voles a problem here in Moore County? Absolutely, absolutely. We get more calls about voles and moles and the confusion between the two. 
I think, than most questions. Now, obviously, I'm going to give that, and you're going to give that hotline number in a while so people have questions they can call. I think that's important. But obviously, with all of this, I'm guessing that some type of fertilizer comes in handy. Are you a composting believer? Very much so. Um, it, it adds organic matter to the soil. If you can add organic matter, our soil is so dead that it really helps. It helps hold moisture. It has nutrients, micronutrients that our soil is lacking. So if you, if you compost and you apply it, or even if you buy it, um, we have some retail places in our county. We're fortunate enough to have some uh, excellent organic compost that has been treated and isn't going to introduce bad bacteria to your garden. So composting is a definite asset, and some people don't know all of the things you can put into composting. We won't get into that now, but here again, they can call right. your organization yeah, to get advice. Yeah, they have handout sheets, and I, I was fascinated to read, you know, people put their paper towel tube in the compost, and there's some things you don't want to, but it, again, that's a specific topic that they would be able to help you with if you call the helpline. And your organization has handouts on this. Yes. Terrific. Yes. Now, what if we want a few more trees in our yard? Uh, is it better to plant in spring or fall? And if so, what's what are the best trees to plant here in Moore County? Well, again, we get back to natives. Most, as a rule of thumb, it's better to plant tr trees in the fall. Um, that's because they have a early in the fall. They have enough time for the roots to get established, and then they kind of go into hibernation for the winter and they face spring with an established root system. If you plant them in the spring, they're gonna to have to endure our harsh summer and the drought conditions and you're going to be watering much more frequently and you're uh, less likely to have a successful planting. Amy, my last question regards advice. Is there a number to call your Master Gardener organization where we can get answers to our questions or when can we call? Jim, you can definitely call the Master Gardener helpline. That number is 910-947-3188. The Master Gardener helpline is manned live with a Master Gardener answering your questions from 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. And All right, that's 10 a.m. until noon. Those are the key hours then. Those are the hours where it's manned live. Now, if you can't call during that time, you can leave a message and a master gardener will get back to you the next day. If you ask a question that they don't know the answer to, they will research the information for you and get back to you. Amy, I want to thank you very much. This has been very fruitful. Uh, I, I'm sure that people have been glued, particularly to some of the answers that you've given today. And again, calling that Master Gardener Hotline is going to be really important to many members of our audience who need answers. So Amy, thank you for being with us. Well, thank you for having me. And if you're interested in becoming a Master Gardener, call that helpline and um, they can set you up for an interview for our next class. Thank you so much. Thank you. I would like to remind our audience one more time about the helpline phone number. I think that's so important that you're able to talk to a Master Gardener and obtain information about any question you might have relating to the field of gardening.
That number is 910-947-3188 and ask for a Master Gardener. Again, 910-947-3188. And thanks for being part of our family. Remember, Dr. Jim's Moore County Today is broadcast every week. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or any podcast app you might choose. So let's be friends. Keep dreaming, keep living joyfully, and keep sharing. This is the model from which true friends arise. Thank you.